We'll introduce you to movers and shakers that you need to know. Everybody wants to jam to, learn from, or join in at Rachel's Roundtable on Family Flavors, the Slide World Broadcast Network. Call in at 719-300-7936. The following is paid programming and is operated and produced independently. The current views and opinions expressed belong solely to the operators and do not represent the views or opinions of Family Flavors, the Slide WBN Inc., its affiliates, its sister companies, or respective companies which these individuals are affiliated or have been previously affiliated. The program's participants' opinions and content are based upon information they consider reliable, but neither Family Flavors, the Slide WBN Inc., nor its affiliates warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be considered as such. All rights to the media broadcasted on this platform belong solely to the copyright owners of said media. Family Flavors to Slide WBN Inc. and its affiliates do not make claims to own the media broadcasted on our network. Super duper fly, super duper fly. Me, I'm super fly, super I'm excited because we have an exciting show. You guys just listen to DJ uh, Easy Rock and Rob Bass, It Takes Two. I love that song. I'm excited because it is National DJ Month, and that duo gave us possibly one of the biggest hip-hop classics of all time. Every DJ I know somehow manages to put that into a party, and it still bumps in 2022, and it came out in, what, like, 88, somewhere around that? So, shout out to DJ Easy Rock, Rest in Peace, and Rob Bass for that hip-hop classic. We have so much going on. We have two very special guests today. We got DJ Gravity and DJ Diablo. They just got done wrapping up their set on the fucking dope show, which airs right before this one at 5. Five to seven, and they mix. And when I came in today, when I say that mix will take you to that real hip-hop flavor, it is absolutely amazing and you guys know how i feel about the culture we have a lot going on we're going to talk about what's been happening we just had the juneteenth festival here at america the beautiful park if you're in colorado springs they had a juneteenth festival in denver as well but colorado springs was just a little different because we're a little smaller we're a little bit of a family so if colorado springs was to have they brought out some great people oh my gosh oh my gosh if you didn't make it to juneteenth you kind of missed out this year because this one was great yeah they have brought out case and case you know and it's crazy because case is just he's one of them unsung r&b singers right there he's one of them r&b singers that you just don't hear about like you should for his songs to take you to a place that they take you mario you hear him mario saturday night to mario yeah mario he was off the hook he still got he still got it he he looked he looked exactly the same yeah (laughs) it takes you to like a a moment of nostalgia especially because um with mario he started as a teenager so with him starting so young yeah still being able to tour you know as he did just a friend it took me back to younger years and i was like dang that song really came out in 2000 and we're in 2022 yeah he's still touring off this song yeah 22 years that's later crazy isn't it though it is isn't it though and, and we had some really great local talent oh too gosh, we had clydesdale we had, we had uh yeah, Stony Bird, sarah nielsen and, and 
Uh, those, those, uh, D Styles, D Styles, and yeah, we had a lot of a it was talent. a lot of good local Fred talent. G and yep, the whole uh, Clydesdale crew guys. and the young man that performed uh, Chakubra was one of my favorites. Actually, if y'all remember him, he had the elf ears and the dreads. The, the you, okay, either way, he was one of my favorites. We also had the Colorado. I didn't get Mavericks. to see him. I I saw him, but I didn't get to see him perform. Yeah, he was absolutely amazing. And um, we had Colorado Mass Choir there, the the newer edition. I was actually really excited to see that because I'm a preacher's kid, so oh. I grew up on Colorado Mass Choir. So to see oh yeah, show, that was that was awesome. Yeah, that to was see awesome. Them, that gospel segment was absolutely yeah. awesome. If you grew up in the church or around the church, especially the black church, there was like forty of them up there. Oh my god! Yeah, and they were and just it killing it. It just took you back yeah. to that old school church vibe. Well, old school meaning like '90s church, not yeah. like Mahalia Jackson. <laughs> but yeah, it took us back. So I enjoyed that gospel hour. We I had did some too. great DJs up there. Yeah. Um, so Juneteenth was fun. And you got to shout out the people who had something to do with that. So shout out to Jennifer and D. Smith. Shout out to Jamon G. Shout out to um, Men of Influence out here. They're doing a lot. You want to shout out One Body. Um, there's a lot of people I'm missing. I know Terry Josiah took time to give us an interview. Shout out to him. Shout out to everybody who's making it a point to keep the culture going and not yeah. only going, but going stronger in this Colorado. Spring and that area. was another thing that there was no problems. I Not was, one this man, year. Listen, I was you know like, what I'm saying? There's always that cookout vibe because it was like, just, and then Colorado Springs being so small, you see people that you haven't seen in years. Yep. You're seeing like, so and the world's like, getting more crazier every yes. year. You so three days saying? where we could just be peaceful. Yeah, it was. It was really. It was really cool. Like, I mean, I, I haven't been to like a big thing that they've had downtown or anything like that. Where something hasn't broke out, you and, know, you know, period. Any type of festival and stuff like that in this town. So, did you go all three days? I went Saturday and Sunday. Okay, so and both of those days were like crazy, and yeah. that's something else we need to talk about is how many people they had making. Oh to yeah, festival. if you it went last year, too. it was like okay, but this year they like tripled and just bigger and better. The weather was immaculate. Yeah. The oh, weather, yeah. and I was worried because if you live in Colorado Springs, one mm. thing you worried about with any outdoor event is oh, the weather. Oh yeah, the weather because you just never so know. Like you have no idea where the weather is gonna go. Yeah. Like it could be sixty degrees. That's what they said two weeks ago. Then next week they said it's ninety. Then it's a snowstorm. Like yeah. that's just shoot. That could all happen in one day, no. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> that's Colorado Springs. Yep, so for real, it was like it just felt so like aligned because yep. it was just like the weather was right. Everything went good. You know, everybody oh, yeah. was feeling it was good. It was it was just great a vibe. great thing. Juneteenth, we had so much fun. And then we got to do so much during the Juneteenth Festival. So they had the car show yep. on Saturday. They had a fashion show on Friday, I believe. Then they yeah. had health and wellness. They had the fitness classes, all that stuff on Saturday as well. And then so. I think I heard that they got a 100000 uh uh grant or something for next year's already. I can see that. You know, I can see that. And yeah, you know, they're talking like, about bigger and better. It was like people were kind of like trying to play with them a little bit with the grant money this year because yeah. they weren't sure how the turnout was going to be. So that's why you can't do nothing but shout out the organizers yeah. from learning so much from last year and turning this into such a big evolution. And I'm so excited for next year and how big that's going to be. I agree. But it's no pressure to y'all, but a little bit of pressure to y'all yeah, on next true. year. But it was just great. It was absolutely great. And Changing Faces looks amazing. Mm -hmm. I was just like, wow. They put on an amazing show. They got the crowd in. I was yeah. 
really, really excited about that. You know, that's another group that's like, wow, it has been like 25 years or so. Yeah, all the national acts killed it. Yeah. Like, and Tony Exum Jr., let's actually oh, shout man. him out for oh, a second. Oh, yeah, most definitely. He made a point. Like, the, his A, he's just an amazing artist. But just to, for him to get onto everybody's set and compliment each artist whose set yeah, he was on he was is incredibly talented. Incredibly in great. many different areas. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have nothing but good things to say about Tony. I've known him for years. It was good to see him this weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just, he's an amazing artist. And Saxophone just player, showcased. just ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, he makes us look proud. I mean, Did you? you know, oh, yeah. Did you come out? No, I, I, I was doing a, a private uh, function that on Sunday and Saturday I, I was DJing. So multiple events, so it's kind of hard for me to get out this weekend. I understand, and that's exciting. I'm glad you mentioned that because after the next break, we're definitely going to talk about you two in particular and what y'all got going on. So I'm excited to talk to you two. And then if you didn't make it out to the Juneteenth Fair, you're also just missing the chance to talk to some of your local heads out here. We have politicians out here. Oh, yeah, People running for Senate, people running for councils and state representatives, treasuries. You want to get to know these people if you have the opportunity to. These are the people who impact your yeah. local community so we can go to the presidential election and y'all can make it out every four years if you want to but we see mm. where that's headed at this yeah. moment so this is also the reason why you should come out when we have these moments because you don't know who you might miss just being there you know me i got to interview with family flavors and i got to interview a few of our candidates i got to interview miss regina english i got to interview yep. Misha smith i got mm. to interview tony exum senior these were people who were all there mm. um for their race and to talk to the community and yeah. these are moments where if you're a community member you might actually just have a chance to say what some of your concerns might be so if you don't make these moments not only are you missing the fun and they had a lot of good food there but you're missing oh, yeah, your chance to have an impact with your voice. I agree. So next year for Juneteenth, we need y'all to show up and show out because I promise y'all it's worth it. Yeah. I promise y'all it's important to get out here. Colorado Springs is a big city, but if you're part of the culture, it's about a hundred people, it feel like. So, yeah. you, <laughs> so you really, really just have to get out to these events. Um, I am just gonna finish up by saying next week we do have Beats, Eats and Sneaks. That's a local event we have where they kind of mix food, fashion, fun, all these things. It's brought to What's you. What's it called again? Beats, Eats, and Sneaks. Yeah, that's... Uh, Beats, Eats, and Sneaks. Craftmatic yeah. and those guys. Yeah, it's oh. Craftmatic. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And it's, it's uh, Kechiba and like Cliff that. Cage. I like that. That's a catchy little name. It's a catchy name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, B-E-S, Beats, Eats, and Sneaks. We're going to definitely try to have all three of them on the show this season um, just to talk about all three of their projects because they always got something going on individually. But the Beats, Eats, and Sneaks is going on at, um, I believe it's the, the Cody... Kawadi. Yeah. Kawadi, thank you. I've always yeah. been wondering how to pronounce that, but I, you know, you don't want to ask people when you should know. <laughs> it's like asking somebody's name when you've like seen them for three years. How do you years, pronounce like, your name? You, know? you, know, you sound rude, you it. but it's like I've yeah. been in Colorado too long not to know, but thank you so much. But yeah, so they have it at the Kawadi. It's going to be next Sunday, and it is from 2 to 6. You want to get out. It's another community event. And on top of that, you have the Good Life Podcast, and they will be raffling off Kendrick Lamar tickets for uh, $10 per uh, raffle ticket. So you guys want to make sure you go out there because, like I said, it's important that we keep this community together. It's important that we keep our culture together. We also have Slipping and Sliding, and that's brought to you by us slide so you want to come out for that that's going to be in july uh in july july 17th to be particular and it, i'm sorry it's going to be at the wildfire wild flyer wildflower 
There we go. There you Wild go. Wildflower Park. park. Yeah. <laughs> Out here in Colorado Springs. We're going to have a lot going on. It's going to be some fun. We got tug of war. We got races. We got giveaways. We got food. And as you guys can tell so far, about 10 minutes into this show, I'm a fan of food. So mm-hmm. you want to make like sure food. that you come out for these events. It is important to get to know who is around you, especially in these times. Um, yep. I got a lot more show coming up. This show is a national is dedicated to the National DJ Month. So you know all the music I'm going to be playing is going to be either made by and or produced by some of the mainstream DJs of the culture. We got some DJ Quick on the mix. Mm-hmm. We also got some... Um, DJ Jazzy Jeff on the mix because you know he's my personal favorite. We got DJ Premier, hopefully. I'm looking for that one. So we got Mm. a lot of DJs coming up. And then on top of that, we we get to talk to these two gentlemen here. I got Diablo. I got, I didn't forget your name. I'm just having a moment, but I'm sorry. (laughs) My man Gravity. (laughs) Gravity, I apologize so much. It's not a disrespect thing, I promise. (laughs) Um, I have that coming up. And we're going to talk about the art of DJing, we're going to talk about what got these gentlemen into DJing, influences. I want to know who got y'all into this, who made y'all look and say, like, dang, like, that mm-hmm. actually looks kind of like something I should get into. How long have y'all been doing this? And, of course, we need to know how the people can find y'all if they need to. So I'm excited to talk to you about that, and I'm excited to talk to you about what we got going on in the city with the election coming up. Um, We do need to talk about who's in these elections. We need to talk about when it is happening and the importance of getting out there and voting. I know that sounds like an old people topic. Trust me. When I was younger, I definitely thought it was an old people topic, but this is something that you probably want to start learning about as much as fast as you can because once again it is important to know who is determining the rules policies legislation and all of that in your community and the only way you can make change it really is it is such an important and really the biggest way you can make a change out here is just to get out and vote i know it sounds cliche go vote vote or die blah 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 but we don't say these things for no reason because when you elect people and then they don't, you don't understand, then things happen. So we are definitely going to take some time today to talk about the importance of voting and the election coming up out here in Colorado in particular and just some of the things that you need to do. And like I said, I had the interviews with a few of our candidates. That's going to be airing here on the Family Flavors um, site in the next few days as well that I got to talk to during the Juneteenth Festival. You need to know what people are standing for. You need to know what people are out here trying to promote. And you need to know what people might not actually be paying attention to. And stand up for your kids. You know, a lot of these women are and men are part of the school districts, you know, the surrounding school districts. You know, that concerns your kids out there, you know, and it's worth voting over, you know, definitely. And actually, when I did get to talk to some of the people, I talked to Miss Regina and I talked to Mr. Tony Exum Sr., and both of them made a point to, to mention to me how important it is that they're still in this race here for the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm Real, 34. This, I feel like I'm in an in-between age. Yeah. See, I, I'm, I'm 46. Go ahead, boy. So mm-hmm. it's just... This town is so conservative to begin with. Yes. You know, there's three main groups that run this town, and that's the Broadmoor. Right. The Gazette Telegraph. Right. And uh, Focus on the Family. Oh, I forgot all about them. They sure are here. Those are the three main groups that have pretty much the majority vote that goes around every year. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and these are the type of people that and their endorsements matter. Yeah, they're they're people with agendas. Yeah. You sure. know, they're definitely people with agendas. Politics yeah. are kind of shady to begin with. Really you know, I mean, not kind of, just are. <laughs> you know, it's a slippery slope. They start out it's strong. Definitely it's like, slippery yeah. slope. They start out with the right yeah. motives. That's why it's so important. We got to keep people, them as honest as we can. Yeah, exactly. As we can. You know, and and that's our job. The right way. Mm-hmm. You know, not, you know we not, just elect them into office, and they get sucked into some type of agenda. You know, for money, for something, or for themselves, or whatever. You know, it's so easy. It becomes biased. Yeah, it's so it's easy. Already yeah, corrupted. So it's but so easy to get sucked into these agendas. That's why I so do believe that it really truly is. A lot of people come in with the right intent, and then you know, the higher up you get, the more the temptation gets. Oh, and yeah. people are only human. And it, it becomes just business deals. Yes, it's not even that about the people that they're trying to screw people mm-hmm. over. It's just a business, business deal. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Vote on this and, or help me pass this bill, bill and, and I'll give you this in return. Mm-hmm. You know, any, you any get to human know being would probably take up on that, you know, in all honesty. But this supposed to be our government. It's supposed we got to hold them accountable. We do. And the only way to do that is by voting. I'm glad you said hold them accountable. So I feel like there's a conflict between holding our government accountable and just... Um, abiding by our government. I feel like there's a split in people with people who want to hold the government accountable and then people who are just like, no, this is our American government. It's the greatest government in the world and we have to just I think that respect is, our government. No, I think that's totally wrong. What it is, is you vote these people in. Right. These are supposed to be the top of your peers that can do the best job for this country. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if they don't do the job that you expect them to do. Who's going to hold them accountable besides the people? Right. It's supposed to be the government, you know, people for the people. So it, it, anything else is uh, like a dictatorship. It's like a kingdom. Like we have a king. You know, our king is the government. Like they do no wrong. Uh, one thing I hate about the government is the departmentalization. You know what I'm saying? Where they try to get out of everything without taking any type of responsibility. At all. You know what I'm they, saying? They, oh, that's over yeah. here. That's over here. You know, military is huge about that. You know, departmentalizing and just not pretty much just having the scapegoat. We're, we're told that time. we can't have it both ways, but they can. They yeah, take, definitely. Take no, we gotta be honest both, with ourselves if we're gonna ways. be honest with ourselves about it. And it's true. And it becomes very, very tainted out here. Yeah. And, and then also, this Colorado. This is a huge, huge prison state. Yes. It the is. amount, the <laughs> amount of prison. incarcerated people are, is totally ridiculous. For it to be Colorado in particular, yeah. yeah. And over. I'm not saying we should not have prisons. We no, should definitely have prisons. Have. <laughs> we should definitely have prisons. There are people that definitely deserve to be locked up. But then there's a lot of people that really don't deserve to be locked up. Mostly on nonviolent crimes and stuff like that. That's a whole nother money game. Because a, a lot of our big prisons out here are all privatized. Yeah. So and privatized prisons. Yeah, we already know how that goes. You get people in there. Yeah. That's how you make your money. So it becomes about getting people in exactly, there, and we go back to exactly. Business. It's not about it's people like I think the cops should be like ambulances. What I mean by that, they shouldn't be out trying to sweat people, trying to harass people. 
They should be sitting in their building and waiting to be called when there's a problem. Well, the gas prices don't go out. down. That might be what just happened. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the no, way No, I it agree. It's just, it's just certain things when you get older, and I think the older you get and you put it in retrospect, you're like, why is this? Especially when it comes to cops just sitting. And I get that you have to keep the traffic safe and keep everybody safe, and you don't want to look out for DUIs and all that good yep. stuff. I'm not saying don't do that. But in our generation, there's certain times where, or certain situations, especially in, when you can notice that there are certain places that are being policed heavier. Yeah than mm -hmm. other places, especially yeah. in the same city. Yep. Again, agendas. Due to... You know what it's due people to. Yeah. And, and so I think... Ethnicity and things and that's, of that nature. that's part of those three groups again. That it's so conservative in, in this town. It very like, much is. You know, they legalized marijuana, but then they had all these marijuana clubs, you know, like dab lounges, mm -hmm. pop up all over the city, mm -hmm. which... The the whole uh, voting thing was: should we treat marijuana like alcohol, or should we reg regulate marijuana like alcohol? Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, then we should have bars and liquor stores, same as dispensaries and, and lounges. And lounges, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's There's, a very valid point. You know, people can go there and smoke. They don't have to necessarily buy to take home. You know, but the city shut that down. There's not one in the city right now. I could see that. You know, and, and it's crazy because it's like, the amount of money that Colorado, the state, yeah, makes off of just the cannabis industry in itself is crazy. And then it's crazy to think that there's still parts of the country where there are people who are locked up for cannabis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we That's... have multimillionaires in Colorado alone. It's really unfortunate. Um, I came out here in the year 2001. Okay, 2001. Still. So You uh, grew up out here, right? Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, All right, you remember when... Weed was illegal, out there, right? <laughs> yes. Mexican bricks, you know what I'm saying? All kinds of seeds. Way back in that. The, that was back in 1900 yeah. something. 1900 something. You get busted back then. Like, even worse, go to Vegas and get busted with. You get it busted with a seed in Vegas, it's a felony. Oh, yeah. Uh, anywhere. Like, uh, not anymore, uh, of course. It's all airplanes now, and whatever. For the longest time, they were just so against it. And for the wrong reasons, you know, to begin with. But I think once we started realizing how much it could be a better business if we just legalized it instead of just incarcerating people, because you're making a lot of money off this legalization. Like, oh, yeah. The money that Colorado makes in taxes alone off of weed is kind of crazy. It was the biggest business we have in our state. It made more money than any other businesses, you know, and many of those businesses combined. That industry brought in billions to the state and to different cities, you know, because it was different cities that allowed it. Like, we voted it in here. I don't know if you know this. We voted it in here in Colorado Springs. I didn't know that. But the mayor. The mayor. The mayor. <laughs> he turned it around, and his reasoning was because of all the military here. I could see that. That Not only that, but. Because you remember when Spice was a home thing, too. Of the Olympic, you know, mm -hmm. huge, like, the flagship state for the Olympics, mm -hmm. you know? And they're building all that stuff up downtown, the new, you know, the whole new stadium that they got and all that stuff. And that's why he overturned it, which kind of is discouraging, thinking, well, then why am I voting if he can just turn stuff over? If the people voted, they voted. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that was one thing, and he and he did that, 
and a lot of people were mad at him, and everyone made a big stink about it because people voted it in, and they gave us Manitou instead. <laughs> and that's exactly yeah. why it's important yeah. to vote. Exactly. And to know who exactly. you're voting for. I can for. tell you story after story Y'all about why you should vote. can't just looking at these signs and just voting Been for the person you see who has the most time. signs. Yeah. Like, yeah. y'all got to know who these people are, what they stand for, what they represent, and what they their their standards are for the community that you live in. Yeah. This is the community that you live in. That's the important thing. Like, of course, most people live in this community, but they live in, when you're a politician, respectfully, a lot of politicians, especially the higher ups, live in a different section of the community than the people that aren't in, politi in yeah. politics politics per to say in a certain way i'm trying to be clean here y'all y'all see i'm trying to be safe <laughs> <That's good. laughs> but that's that's just it so how long have both of you been djing not that both of y'all just said well, well both of us together or well, I'll individually, individually and together actually because you guys are on the second season of the show correct yeah we're on the second season of the fucking dope show radio and it's two DJs, Mean Gravity, right? Four turntables, right? And we mix everything on the fly. You know, we're and we're kind of building. We got we got a plan in progress. It, it has its moments. We, we, yeah. we try to to, to 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 entertain. You know, for the most part, yeah. Just try to try to have fun with it. And we've been DJing together for close to ten years now. I would say, no, yeah. maybe a little bit more. A little bit more, but. You know what I'm saying? And doing all kinds of events, and we've always supported each other, mm -hmm. and we work well together. You know what I'm saying? Yes, our, I do. Our artistry doesn't knock heads where, you know, we can sit there and just our creativity is mm -hmm. what feeds us, you know? Yeah, I, I, res I respect what he's doing, and I don't ever want to mess it up. So I think there's a mutual understanding of what the other one's trying to do. Yeah, definitely. And, um, yeah, we just try to create. We do instrumentals, acapellas, and just try to, try to create new music. Today, matter of fact, we came in early, made uh, 11 tracks today that I'm going to end up putting up online on our band camp. And, like, we're trying to do something with this as far as uh, group-wise and, you know, getting out there, getting gigs. Because both of us are seasoned DJs. Oh, yeah. You know, we've yeah, been, we're trying to get back to how he's season. been independence uh, best DJ of the year. <laughs> Look few, at you uh, trying to be modest. A few Go times, ahead. <laughs> that's times. another reason why I love DJ Gravity, <laughs> most humble guy I've ever met. You know what I'm saying? He he has lots to brag about. He really does. He has I skills. Know. He does stuff for the for the library, You've for the city. Of, a lot of success. You know, as far as experience goes. It's so how long have success. you particularly started? Like, when did you start DJing? You know, I, I started probably in the, in the mid-90s um, collecting music and just being serious about it and paying attention. I didn't really understand what, I, what was going on in the radio, but I liked what I was hearing, and I, I and I knew that I wanted to be a part of it. Some, was there, some, like, anybody that, that inspired you in particular um, to be like, yo, like, that's actually like where that route I should go in this culture. You know, the first time I heard like Kid Capri and guys like that, some some yeah. some some West Coast DJs, you know, Mixmaster Mike and Rocket, those like that, and uh, you know, of course, Grand 
Wizard Theodore, who's going to yeah. be in Denver tomorrow. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to that. Not only that, is he going to be in Denver, but he's hosting a class. The dude that invented Wait. scratching. The, yeah. He's yeah. hosting a class? He's hosting a class. That's the, Man, we can go on all day about Mile High DJ Supply in Denver. Yeah. It's the hub for all DJs, like Midwest, West Coast, shit, even East Coast. Like, they have a huge mail order, online stuff. Uh, we played there last month. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they're just amazing. That's amazing. Great. You know, they, they just they support all the DJs in this whole area, you know, in this whole, you know, nation pretty much. And a lot of the best DJs go there. Pretty much in the world have, have, have frequent this establishment. Yeah, Chris you know, Carnes, he's major frequent uh, DJ. Hubert, Z Trip. Yep. You know, now, now Theodore. Yeah, Theodore. Who they have uh, a couple weeks ago? They had someone else who was hosting a class. They've had all kinds of people. Yeah, just amazing, amazing. Like what he does there is so amazing. Bringing these huge DJs to come in and actually teach what they know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, other than that, it's always been what you see on video, what you can mm-hmm. get on YouTube. You know, even before that, when there wasn't even that, you know, Shit, it was, we had to guess what was going on. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. mixtapes, hopefully, <laughs> from a cousin <laughs> really? or something that lives somewhere else. Or a real grainy ass video out of focus. And most so of the shit's out of focus. So when did you start DJing? I started DJing in high school. And I actually started doing raves and stuff in high school. And I dropped out of high school because I was making 600 bucks a weekend. And I thought that that's what I was going to do for the rest of my life. And I don't need school. I, I wasn't really learning anything, you know. And not saying everyone should go do that whatsoever. I encourage my kids to stay in school and all that. But it just wasn't for me. So I just, from there... Just kept working on it, working on DJing in Vegas for five and a half years on the strip at Club Raw and uh, Club Utopia, written right next to the MGM. Um, and then I came back here, and both of us worked downtown. We, I mean, we've yeah. worked pretty much every spot there is to work in this town, and probably close in Denver, too. You know, I've worked all over this state. It has the same as gravity. And... Who was the artist, artist or artist multiple that inspired you to be like, this could be an avenue for me? It was really Yo and PB raps for me. That's actually a great answer. <laughs> it was just that was a culture moment. Yeah, it was just. Well, there was there was a moment when DJs were important. Like, they yeah. were no. This is so. why I made it a point to do the DJ Appreciation Month because DJ started <laughs> hip hop. And I oh, was yeah. actually, you know, watching Drunk History about DJ Cool Herc. So yep. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, we got to remember that hip hop started. That's who it was. Cool Herc, I think that's who it was. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. That's the cool thing about Maha DJ Supply. They bring all of us together like that. And it's here in Colorado, so we don't have to go far. Up in Denver, you know, he brings amazing people that all of us, I mean, any decent DJ that knows a little bit what the hell they're doing have mad respect for these guys because these guys are oh, dude, legends. Trace, Qbert, yeah, people like that. Yeah, are, I mean these are the heavyweights. These Z, are Z-Trip. these are our Tom Cruises. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I respect it. These are well, you know, the we, leaders of we, our industry. We respect these individuals for their 
contributions and their dedication and their yeah. talent and you know and sharing their knowledge it's you know what i'm saying absolutely that's it's, it's fun to, you don't to see teach. that really in too many other industries per se i feel like a lot know? of times veterans can get a little selfish with the knowledge yep. they feel like you know i or think they, they get, get more frustrated or they exactly get like out. they don't especially you each know? generation gets a little more hard-headed than the generation before it so well, anytime yeah. that the vets and the ogs want to come and just be patient enough to try to teach the newer generation or just people who want to learn what they know i you can't help but be a certain level of appreciative seeing that's what that. my man gravity does he does stuff like that at the library he yeah, holds I, classes. Yeah, so let's talk was, about that. Well, I, I was teaching teaching some classes for the uh, Pikes Peak Library Division, and just basically going to all the libraries and teaching whole little kids workshops. You know. Yeah. So is that something you want to continue to do? I, you know, I really, really look forward to to doing it again. Hopefully, yeah. Um, it's just a good way to give and to to, to share. You know, kids, yeah, kids every kids every good DJ thinks they're a badass DJ, and they <laughs> want all the younger generation DJs to DJ right. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, like back in the day, used to black out your labels on your records before Serato, all that stuff. You didn't want people to know what you were playing because they would end up jacking it, getting it somewhere else. You know, and there goes your your bullet that you had for that party. You had to be original, you know, but that's how originality was. But if you had the records, you had to have some records that nobody had or. Yep. And they were a lot more scarce play too. style, you know. Yeah, you know? Records just, music was not easy to come by. It's it's really easy to come by now. Oh yeah, most definitely. But that's just the. the and the then digital, back in the, the day, digital, and the I mean, I saw y'all with the turntable, so y'all always had to start out with the vinyl. Yeah, I, I started out with vinyl too. I got turntables yeah, at my house. I just. Um, Tired of carrying. I know. Now we have like the new turntables, but it's just like the it's like we're such a playlist era that like you know you have to respect people who ain't no vinyl. So yeah. if you know what it is, then shout out to you. But just you know the DJs who started with vinyl, you have to have a greater respect for it because you had to like actually like see vinyls just, more feel controllers and stuff like that is a lot more digital in numbers. You know you got your numbers in front of you. Even vinyl nowadays, before you didn't have that. With Serato, you had that. You know your timing. You know what you have left. You know what has been played. You know, and so it's more of a feel, though, compared to, like, the controller where it's more technical, like hitting buttons at exact times and stuff like that and doing looping and stuff like that. And it's just, I look at it like markers and crayons. You know, you achieve the same goal, and both of them have different things that they offer that the other one doesn't. I was so happy and so excited when controllers first came out. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was the shit. Like, they were just so amazing to me. You know, coming from turntables and carrying them in just an easier way because I, I was a normal club DJ. So, I mean, I was working in the club four or five days in a week. You know, so I was trying to make my job easier. You know, so it was amazing, and I still love my controller to this day. I still have my turntables too, though. You know, I just can't just afford. I can't stuff. afford to buy anything like that. That's <laughs> the only reason why I still have my turntables. Oh, people don't realize how expensive being a DJ is. Oh yeah, it's being more expensive a DJ than is crack expensive. habit. Yeah, <laughs> it truly is. Mostly back in the day when people actually paid for their music. Mm. You know, most DJs nowadays don't pay don't pay for music, which. 
honestly, I don't think DJs should have to pay for music. They yeah, promote it's kind the of a artists. Form from, yeah, exactly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's unless they're out there duping their CDs and you know flea marketing them. You know, other than that, DJ should be allowed to yeah. sample and do all that stuff as on a creative and art type side right. of all that beyond all the legal stuff. You know, and yeah, I I just <laughs> what do you think? I don't know. I I think as long as you're contributing something and not just taking credit, you know, everybody sees sees the end result of how things are put together, and you know, it's it's a hard work involved. Yeah. So you got to respect the situation, you know, yeah. no matter what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and I'm not gonna really keep y'all. I just got a couple more questions. So for both of y'all, what is y'all's favorite? I don't want to say events, but maybe like, well, yeah, events to DJ. Do y'all like to do parties more? Do y'all like to do weddings, festivals, like concerts for other artists? What What is y'all's favorite? I hate weddings. <laughs> Why do you hate weddings? I hate weddings. It's love. I, but you're a DJ, not so all you the have time. <laughs> you know, not all the time when it comes to the DJ. Uh, I, is it like a whole I, bunch I, of requests or is Bridezilla? Well, Bridezillas are that. real. I can see that. So do you guys get well, like a me, playlist when you have to do weddings? I don't like, do, I don't do weddings. I don't do yeah, weddings. I don't do weddings. Yeah, I do weddings very far in between. Very rarely. For close friends of mine. It has to be very, very special <laughs> circumstances. Yeah. Very special friends. I just don't like the formality of it. Well, you're bought, you, 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 you can ruin somebody's you're, you're bought, you're, you're, you're bought and paid for, basically. Yeah. There's always somebody, some idiot that thinks they can tell you what to do. Yeah. I can see that. But it's just whack. I get him when he says the bridezillas because that's how we can get sometimes. And I'm there's, not saying there's people well, out there yeah. you just cannot make happen. It's the numbers. No matter what the the, the, the numbers. It's a wedding. The chances of something going wrong are pretty pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if, and if, and if it, nothing's gone wrong up until that point, yeah, shit's going to go wrong. <laughs> and at the same time, I've had great times at weddings, you know, but I just don't like the formality of it. I don't like mm. the responsibility of it. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to ruin somebody's big day. Yeah, you don't want to ruin somebody's big day. I can see that. A lot of pressure. And they're just really not fun besides the free meal. Right. You know? There's a lot of work involved. There's a lot more. Yeah, mostly, usually for weddings, you got to bring all your own gear, your own setup, you know, lights, speakers, all that type of stuff. So it's more of a production. Well, then there's playlists. For me, there's always a playlist. These crazy chicks, but never... Never oh, yeah. give you the what the, the, the list till the day of, you know. You're like, it's always some crazy song ass shit. Y'all have been asked to play. Is there a song that somebody asked y'all to play in a wedding that you were like? Well, it's why always is something crazy. There will yeah. always be something crazy that you they don't always, have. That's always some ask for craziness. Give me an example. That you don't have. As a DJ, yes. <laughs> well. DJs hate line dances. <laughs> they hate them, but at the same time, they love them because they know that nine times out of ten, it's an automatic banger. Perfect example is Juneteenth. Yeah. Did you see that? Casper slide, Cha Cha yeah. slide, Electric stuff. slide, Man. Wobble. People like audience participation. The whole crowd was doing it. <laughs> it's like you can't help yourself. You can't help yourself. And I mean, you just get in line and start going at it. You know, and they're bangers, but when you hear them over night after and night, over and over. you know, you try to switch them up and right. make them your own and all that type of stuff. But yeah, I can't stand I can't do 
line dances. Can't make it happen. What is y'all's most annoying fad song? So like, I remember when the thong song came out. By the time that wave was over, people were like hating that song, or like uh, sexy and I know it. By the time that song came was over, people were hating it. Do y'all have a fad song like a song that was just too huge that you had to play at every event that now when you hear it, you just want to shut everything off and ride in silence? Mm. You know what? Through the years, I think it's it's been kind of a roller coaster ride <laughs> because as a DJ, things are useful full time. Yeah, things, things are very things useful. Are useful. You, learn, you learn to use those as tools, and you're not as selfish. As I stopped being selfish, and I got a lot better as a yep. DJ. And know. focusing on because most DJs come out when they first start. They focus on one genre. Or what they like. On, you know, or what they like, if, exactly. If we, if they we, only buy what they like. If we played what, only what we liked, we wouldn't have careers. Yeah, we I wouldn't mean, we really wouldn't, have careers. You know, you gotta. You can't. It's just, it just you doesn't adapt. happen. You know, you know <laughs> unless you're some crazy big Skrillex, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just, well, most working DJs that work in your local town, you know, that aren't on national circuits and all that type of stuff. Yeah, that's you, you gotta play yeah. shit you don't have, you don't like a lot of times. You know, there's things that make me kind of want to. Oh yeah, them, but you know, yeah, it's, the it's, corny stuff. It's just most. But that's what makes stuff. it good DJ. Also, is turning that corny stuff into something cool. Yeah, you got to play it in I a like certain in a certain way. Don't don't let it dict- dictate your whole set. Just, yeah, just know how to know how to bounce back. Yeah. All right, and then I'm going to wrap this up, guys, and I just want to wrap this up by getting to make sure we can have the people know how to reach y'all, where to reach y'all, and what to contact y'all for. Like, you do classes. I'm guessing you do events. What Go kind ahead. of events do y'all like? Yeah. Do, do your uh, list off. Oh, I do. <laughs> he said his list. Well, let's start with we got the Funkin' Dope I, Show. Okay, there we go. Yeah, we got we the, the Funkin' Dope Show. Every that Wednesday. Comes on Wednesday, 5 to 7. 5 to 7. It's me and Gravity, and it's just... It's all freestyle, just creativity, and we're trying to make a better, better show, make better, better mixes, and bring yeah. you the best we possibly can. We yeah. have fun doing it, which makes it even a better show. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, go ahead. You start with what we got going after that. Well, uh, you, you know, I, 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 well, I, I, I DJ every Saturday morning at F45. That's from, from, from 7 to 10 in the morning. You have to go work out. Saturdays, it's straight up. And how can the people reach y'all? Serious workout stuff. Um, I'll be. You can catch me at the Fine Arts Center each each uh, first Friday of the of the month. The next few months. Yeah, and then the first what Saturday of them every Uh, month. Yeah, we're gonna be doing uh, vinyl Saturdays at Independent Records each each first Saturday of each month. Yeah, right there on North Academy, the new one. Yeah. Okay. Which By is pretty way, big. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, it's, it's nice. I like it way better than good. the other store. It's nice. It's cool. You know? And then how about you? I I work at Snooty Fox during the week. Oh, you're with Chris. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm trying to see if I can Chris. get him on the show too. Oh yeah. Chris is a great guy. Yeah. He has He's tons nice of experience. Cool dude. You know, and we also worked at Gasoline Alley together and all that type of stuff. But yeah, I worked there during the week. Um and then 
we do our radio show, and then I do random events. I got some festivals and stuff coming up this summer. Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely keep tuned. And you know if you keep me posted, I'm going to shout y'all out on this radio. You let cool, me know what festivals it. you got coming up, and I will make sure that we talk about it. I appreciate both of you guys for being on the show. No we problem. We got a DJ uh, Appreciation Month right now happening. I got DJ Gravity. I got DJ Diablo. They decided to stay and just join me for the show today. I appreciate both of y'all for the conversation. Right. And no you problem. guys go ahead. We're going to commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some more real life stuff and some more culture stuff. Thank you guys for coming on the show. Thanks I for having us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. When times get tough and it seems like the odds are constantly stacked against you, wouldn't it be a blessing to know that you had an ace in the hole? Ladies and gentlemen, consider yourselves anointed because you can always bet on... When times get tough and it seems like the odds are constantly stacked against you, wouldn't it be a blessing to know that you had an ace in the hole? Ladies and gentlemen, consider yourselves anointed because you can always bet on Ace Pawn and Loans to have your back when difficult times attack. Are you down in your luck? Well, come on down and get the best bang for your buck. Ace Pawn and Loans is a family-owned and operated chain that has been servicing the people of Colorado Springs for over 40 years. Having been nominated and voted the best in Colorado Springs for four years running, Ace Pawn and Loan gives the ultimate attention to service and detail. Their staff at all three locations are impeccable and highly professional. Ace Pawn and Loan specializes in pawn loans, title loans, buying, selling, trading, check cashing, and money transfers. They even offer worldwide shipping. Ace Pawn and Loans is truly the best in the business. So make sure you contact the sincere patriots of pawnbroking and loans today. Trade today, get paid today. Catch the deals at three locations locally. 2339 Platte Place, 3060 South Academy Boulevard, 3638 North Academy Boulevard. Or find them on Facebook at Ace Pawn and Loans and tell them the slide sent you. Another Life Foundation is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to helping those battling with mental illness and suicidal behaviors. Do you need to talk to someone? Our organization has recently received a grant to offer five free therapy sessions to eligible community members. If you live in the Fountain, Security, Widefield, Stratmore, Manitou Springs, and Monument areas, you may qualify for free therapy sessions. Even if you don't live in these areas, our network of counselors and therapists accept cash and most insurances. Don't suffer in silence. Schedule your appointment today. You can reach us at anotherlifefoundation.com or call us at 719-216-7238. Mental health is wealth. Are you Looking for a strong legal team to help you through a time of crisis? Unknown of who to contact when the law is overbearing? Are your friends or loved ones in fear and trial is drawing near? Defense is more than simply a word within the hallowed halls of the law offices of Barker and Tolini. Ladies and gentlemen, it is literally a cornerstone that these men work, breathe, and live by every day. For nearly a decade, this prestigious law firm has humbly and diligently labored in defense of the people. The law offices of Barker and Tolini are the premier criminal defense attorneys within the box state. Hands down. In your time of legal need, contact the super team of Barker and Tolini at 719 719- 227-0230. Again, that's 719-227-0230. Let them know that you heard it here on the slide so they know we got your back. Contact the offices of Barker and Tolini at 720 South Tejon Street, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 
888-908-8903 or at Colorado Springs CO Law Office.com.
Rock it to the beat, cause we are the best. We got Turkey Fresh and Biz Marquee. Rock it to the beat and the place to be. We got Biz Marquee and DJ 20. So hit me with the holes and make that money.
no coming short. I got to earn another purple heart. Straight to the kitchen, down to the nickel. I need 16, two and a quarter. Look at my soul, just playing it smarter. No hand to hand, I ain't taking orders. Do it like P, label QC. I'm trying to sign me a couple artists. AP came bread, win a gang, not a chain, hang dripping water. Molly Booth thing, working blue flame in my new thing, I'm retarded. Eat a little finger licking chicken wing, give a dang a lane, she ain't walking. Then a slap, he's gonna let mama fall head, get some brain and never call her. No complaining, no, it's a name for it. I ain't knowing what to call it. I'm a real street, I don't meet, I don't feel like being bothered. You could be a king or a president, to a lord, you are unimportant. Had my heart broken by my partners, I'm a rich looking with a problem. Talking money, that's mandatory. Staying focused, that's mandatory. Red looking like a sandwich on me. I do this here on a regular grind and taking over new cities. Cook ball with my lieutenants. Tyleem service every Wednesday. I do this here on a regular. Making go so that's a holy shower. Greet the man's jet every Friday. Get fresh on the rock designer. I do this here on a regular. Sorry you're not on the schedule. I do this here on a regular. Can't get in touch on the cellular. I do this here on the Half-ass lawyer wasn't really this shit. Look what the system did me out in Florida. Man. I was innocent. They say I kicked the b- instead of grabbing on me while performing. Well, they took me from my only daughter. Oh, my sons really need a father. Right. Had an outdate, but it came and went. Illinois say I had a warrant. Oh, Love, truth, peace, freedom, justice. Moroccan flag, what I honor. It's oh, Chirac looking in the eyes of a cracker. You are not my honor. Gave me 30 months with a smile on his face. Took my lick and I ain't argued. Oh. No protest and no testimony. Stay quiet, coming home flawless. Oh, Study law, coming home. Awesome. No Instagram, no talking. Macy Ohaziz mad have been decreed when he break the seal. We balling on the phone with the G Rome demonstrator. Thought that's often. I'm a real Muslim like Larry Hoover and Jeff Ford. I'm part impartial. Yeah, one represents all and all represents one. You know, they said we was gang members. Again, that ain't no dish to be ashamed of. Looking, we had tribes and everything that we belong to. We are the best of humanity, you heard? Kum fire kum. When the Lord decreed a matter, he simply said, Be and it was. All well. You know, when I greet my brothers at Salam, Halaikum, Alaikum Salam, you well, sir? Yes, sir. All well. We speak to each other with the best of speech. You heard me? Upright, independent, and fearless. We turn our back to no opposition. Yes, sir. All well. Yes, sir. All well. Yes, sir. All well. Talking money, that's mandatory. Staying focused, that's mandatory. Bread looking like a sandwich on me. I do this here on a regular grind and taking over new cities. Cook ball with my lieutenants. Tyleem service every Wednesday. I do this here on a regular. Making go so that's a holy shower. Greet the man's jet every Friday. Get fresh on the rock designer. I do this here on a regular. Sorry you're not on the schedule. I do this here on a regular. Can't get in touch on the cellular. I do this here on a regular. Hey, this nation business. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا صراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المكذوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. All praise is due to Allah, the cherisher and the sustainer of all the worlds. Most gracious, most merciful. Master the dead judgment. You alone do we worship and your aid do we seek. Guide us to the straight way in the way of those in which you have bestowed your blessings, not in the way of those which have encouraged your wrath and are raped and have gone astray. I mean, like I say, we were commanded to be peaceful with our humanity, for they are our brothers in humanity, but they are not our brothers in faith.
All right, welcome back. This is your girl Tiffany Denny for the Tiffany Denny Show. You know you can reach me on social media at Denny the Godmother. That's going to be Instagram and Snapchat. I look forward to hearing from you. We have National DJ Appreciation Month in June, so we just got done talking to DJ Diablo and DJ Gravity. We had a great conversation with them about what was going on in the world, what was going on in the community, and of course, the life of a DJ, which they definitely gave me some insight on that I never thought about because... I'm not a DJ, but DJs are definitely our source of hip-hop here. We wouldn't have hip-hop without DJs, so you know I had to make an appreciation show for DJs. While we were on break, we had played some DJ K-Slay. We had played some DJ Quick, because if you're from the West Coast, you know who Quick is. I'm not from the West Coast, so I didn't get to know who DJ Quick was until I was in my 20s. I know, I know, I know. The show's being shot in Colorado. I know all of y'all are looking at me like you didn't know who DJ Quick was. But yes, no, I didn't know who DJ Quick was. I was raised in Maryland and moved here in my teen years. So I did not, he was just not a huge person in the state of Maryland. And speaking of Maryland, I do want to go back and circle back to the Juneteenth Festival because my baby Mario was there. And, you know, I have to just take a candid moment for myself and say that was so much fun to be at. I am from Maryland. I was in Maryland when Mario dropped his first album. And it was just like if you were a teenage girl on the East Coast, let alone the state of Maryland where he's from, it was a phenomenon. The boy was crazy. I, yeah. So to see him live and for him to come do the show was amazing. And yes, in case y'all are wondering, ladies, he's still fine. Yes, he is. So I'm going to just answer that question and he can still sing. So I definitely, definitely just wanted to circle back to that since I brought up the state of Maryland because shout out to Mario from Baltimore. Um, The big thing that I also wanted to address while we were talking about this show, while it is National DJ Month, is the election that's coming up June 28th. So the next time that I have my show and the next time that y'all see this show, the election will have already passed. I got to interview some of the candidates over the weekend during the Juneteenth Festival, which you should have been at if you weren't because it was fun, as I keep saying. And... We have so many people here who have such a great heart and such great intent for um, our community. It's important that you get to know who's on the ballot. We have um, a lot of people who are for the culture and of the culture really out here running and really trying to make a difference. So know who you are. I got to interview Miss Regina English. I got to interview um, and Mr. Tony Exum Sr. and both of them and Misha Smith who all have our youth in mind, our kids in mind. When I got to ask them what they were thinking about, they're definitely out here thinking about this next generation, which, quite frankly, if I can be honest with you, I'm a little scared for. So it is nice to know that there are people out here who are thinking about not only what's going on now, but in the future. And I advise you to do so also. I also got to meet Miss Rachel Stovall. She'll be running as well in the culture. And, um... I was just completely, 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 I don't want to say impressed, but just thoroughly enlightened with the conversations I got to have with people who want to help this community grow and help this community learn and do everything else. So I'm not going to tell you who to vote for, but I am going to say go out there and get to know who to vote for, get to know what they're thinking, their policies, 
everything, the ones, the things that they stand for, the things that they believe. You got to get to know these things. The election is June 28th. Most of you should have had your ballot by now. I know I got mine. I meant to bring it to show y'all, but I guess I'll just post it on my social media, Denny the Godmother on IG and on Snapchat. Um, but June 28th is election day. If you have your ballot now, do not wait. Do not procrastinate. Get it in. It's important. It's it's so important. Um, it's important for me to make sure that I encourage my people, my culture, and my community to understand that we are about to go through what looks like a very um, different time in our country. It looks like it could be tumultuous, and it looks like it could be hard, to be honest. Um, it doesn't look like it's headed in a way that we need it to head. Um, and if we want to just be frank and call it what it is, they're saying it's going to be one of the worst um, recessions since the Great Depression. And the Great Depression was 100 years ago. So with the elections coming up, make sure that you are looking for people who can help us maintain our livelihood instead of just only their livelihood in this election. So get to know who's on the ballot, y'all. I can't emphasize that enough. Get to know who's on the ballot. Get to know who's on the ballot. Get to know who's on the ballot. Um, next week, we will be talking more local DJs because why can I? Why do I have to stay mainstream? You know, I'm in Colorado. Like I said, Juneteenth Festival got me to see that we have so many amazing, like, amazing DJs out in Colorado. We have amazing DJs in Colorado. We have amazing singers. We have amazing rappers. We have amazing artists. I found out we have amazing fashion designers out here in Colorado. So just make sure you get to know who's around you. <laughs> um, I'm really excited for this show. Um, one of the other things I want to talk about with DJ Appreciation Month as well is just who is your favorite DJ? For instance, mine is going to be DJ Jazzy Jeff. I was doing some research today, and I don't know. Like, they call him the godfather of DJing, and actually, when you do your research, he is. So I want to call DJ hmm, Cool Herc. DJ Cool Herc is definitely, to me, the godfather of hip-hop. And the reason that I give so much love and emphasis to the DJs is because, like I said, the culture wouldn't have started without the DJs. You know, hip-hop started with the DJs and the dancers. Like, we don't understand that rap was uh, one of the last elements to complete this culture that we call hip-hop or even black music. And it is also National Black Music Month, by the way, so we'll definitely be talking about that next month. I mean, next week. But we need to understand the importance of DJs if you love this thing that we call hip-hop. If you love this thing that we call the culture and this lifestyle of hip hop, you have to love your DJs. You have to. They're not just people who spin at weddings. They're not just people who spin at different events and festivals. These are people who are genuinely keeping the hip hop culture together. And not only are they keeping it together, they're the foundation of our culture. So shout out to all my DJs. Um, we had a lot of DJs in the Juneteenth Festival and I will make sure that we get to know who them all. Shout out to Craftmatic who was out there performing the set for Mario. Um, he did absolutely amazing. He definitely kept the party going after Mario got off. So shout out to Craftmatic. We definitely gonna have him on the show this season. Um, we also want to talk about why DJs are the foundation of hip-hop. And the big reason why DJs are the foundation of hip-hop is because it just started off being like a block party. Hip-hop, 
I don't think when Herc started spinning his records, he thought that hip hop was going to take off in the route in which it took off. Like, I don't think if you would have told Herc 40 years ago, and yes, that is how old, how old hip hop is around. It's actually more than 40 years old, which is crazy because it's the young kid music um, that hip hop has just changed and evolved in so many ways. And I think, Wow, I'm not saying all of DJ is hip-hop. You got Skrillex and, you know, all those other people. But in my case, in my show, in this moment, we're talking about hip-hop DJs. And we started with them being able to spin in these records and keep the party going. And that's what DJs and er, have done since 1975, is just keep the party going in this community that we call hip-hop. And for that reason, I can't help but love them because... How can you not love the godfathers of hip-hop? And that's going to be our DJs. They keep it together. They keep us together. So if you love hip-hop, you need to love your DJs from, you know, Cool Herc all the way down to DJ Mustard because they keep it going and they keep the party going and they keep us going as a community. I love the DJs. I want to let y'all know that I appreciate y'all. I appreciate what y'all do for our culture. And it sounds very, like, People who don't know the culture don't understand why DJs are important, but understand that I understand why DJs are important. And I think that we should have a block party. So if you're in Colorado, let's let's work on that. I feel like that's something I got to contact, you know, one body or, you know, D Smith or one of the kings out here for. But we have a lot of events, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like the theme for Juneteenth next year should be a block party, but no pressure. But I do feel like a block party would be really fun and really nice to bring back. And we had about six or seven DJs at the Juneteenth Festival. So it's National uh, DJ Month. My favorite DJ, like I said, is going to be DJ Jazzy Jeff. You know, I'm going to have him on the show, um, play, or playing on the show. One day, though, I'll have him on the show. I promise y'all that. We're going to work this out somehow, some way. Um, who else? I love Kid Capri. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love DJ Premier. I think DJ, um, DJ Premier is one of my favorite DJs. DJ Kid Capri is going to be also another one of my – Kid Capri might actually be – I'm not going to say he's number two, but he's right up there with, like, the favorites' favorites. He's in my Mount Rushmore of Tiffany Denny's personal favorite DJs. Like, my Mount Rushmore would probably be Jazzy Jeff, Kid Capri, cool Herc because he's the pioneer and that last spot that last spot gets tricky because uh there's just too many people you got grandmaster flash you got jam master j um who else would be in i don't know who would be in y'all's mount rushmore of djs if y'all had a mount rushmore because i don't know and i dare i dare one of y'all to say dj Khaled. respectfully it's just that we're talking about Y'all know what we're talking about if you know my show. <clears throat> so I want to know who y'all favorite DJs are. So make sure that y'all go ahead and hit me up, um, Denny the Godmother, or you can make sure you comment on the Family Flavors page when they post this. I want to know who y'all's favorite DJs are in the culture. Y'all please let me know um, who, who some of y'all's favorites are. Um, another one I like, let's think, I love Knife Wonder. Knife Wonder just came into town, actually. So shout out to Craftmatic and Cliff Cage, and I think Chiba was part of that whole thing. Um, Knife Wonder was here about a month and a half ago, actually, and he's amazing. And then I love Knife Wonder because he brought Rhapsody to us. And 
I think Rhapsody is probably the most underrated, most slept on female rapper that we have had in the last 10 years. She's definitely, to me, the female J. Cole. And I know, I know what y'all are saying, but J. Cole is J. Cole, and J. Cole is up here, and he's one of the kings. I said what I said. Rhapsody is definitely the female J. Cole. They both hail North Carolina, just like Knife Wonder. Shout out to North Carolina. So Rhapsody, just for that, Knife Wonder is my favorite. But if I have to be non-biased, shout out to Knife Wonder. I think he's an amazing DJ and an amazing, amazing producer. Um, we also have... Child, it's so many DJs that my mind is genuinely getting clouded with who all I want to shout out. And if I don't shout them out this week, I promise y'all I'm going to shout them out next week. But we have to talk about um, DJ Grandmaster Flash. That's going to be a big one for, as far as pioneers. We have pioneers. And I think the dope thing about my love for DJs, too, is that when I do get to think about the pioneering of hip-hop and the DJs, you can't help but have a certain smile on your face when you think of certain people just because of the fact that you love your culture. And I don't know. It just makes me smile. It makes me smile in a real way because I'm like, dang, like, my my culture is amazing as, you know, a black American. But then we have the subculture called hip-hop, which took over the world. That's that's why I got to take time, just 30 minutes, to just talk about how amazing DJs are because hip-hop is the number one genre in the country right now. Let me repeat myself. I said hip-hop is the biggest genre in the country right now. Country used to be the biggest genre in the country. And I know if you're not a country head, you're going to be like, oh, my God, why? But you know, if you really thought about it, you know why country is so ridiculously big in this country. Um, but hip-hop... Hip-hop has turned not only from, and even in my short little lifespan, when I was a kid, hip-hop was a genre of music. It was just this little genre that got nursed into kind of like this big genre, and now it's the main genre. So many people want to be part of this culture. So many people want to be part of the music. So many people want to be part of this thing that we call hip-hop, but they don't know its roots. So that's why I can take the 15 to 20 minutes out to talk about the DJs because that's where the roots come from. The roots come from our DJs. If you love hip-hop, then you need to love these DJs because we would not have hip-hop if it were not for them. Yes, I said what I said. We would not have hip-hop if it weren't for our DJs. So if you catch yourself liking this hip-hop genre or thinking you're part of the culture, then you need to understand that you better love your DJs because they're the ones. And then on top of that, DJs are our number one promoters in this country when it comes to music. Like, you don't know about half of these songs without your DJs. DJs are genuinely the number one promoters of the new music in this country. So we have to think about the fact that not only are they the biggest people in the culture right now, but they are the people who introduce us to the new artists that you may love, like, or not like, but that's not on them. Either way, I have a few more things to say before we wrap up tonight's show. We're going to recap one more time. We're going to just go ahead and go over it again. I am about to go into this next commercial break because you know we got to pay these bills. You know we got to make sure we keep this station going because you know I love to talk. So make sure that y'all give us a few minutes to go ahead and take care of these bills. Make sure we take care of our sponsors. And then when we come back, we're going to go ahead and close the show out, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. 
Are you looking for a strong legal team to help you through a time of crisis? Unknown of who to contact when the law is overbearing? Are your friends or loved ones in fear and trial is drawing near? Defense is more than simply a word within the hallowed halls of the law offices of Barker and Tolini. Ladies and gentlemen, it is literally a cornerstone that these men work, breathe, and live by every day. For nearly a decade, this prestigious law firm has humbly and diligently labored in defense of the people. The law offices of Barker and Tolini are the premier criminal defense attorneys within the box state. Hands down. In your time of legal need, contact the super team of Barker and Tolini at 719 719- 227-0230. Again, that's 719-227-0230. Let them know that you heard it here on the slide so they know we got your back. Contact the offices Barker and Tolini at 720 South Tejon Street, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80903. Or at Colorado Springs, Welcome to Glow. Glow was created when I discovered my heart. Glow has two areas, speaking, teaching, and coaching. Purpose. We teach transformation and mindset, health and nutrition, relationships, all tied together with heart and working in flow. We help people get from where they are to where they want to be. Plus, I have 25 plus years of sales, marketing, and business development experience. We provide business consulting and sales improvement strategies. We implement funnels and landing pages along with creating and editing videos and commercials. I think of me and Shelly. See, she's 
my type of hype and I can't stand when brothers tell me that I should quit chasing and look for something better. But the smile that she shows makes me a go-getter. I haven't gone as far as asking if I could get with her. I just play love by ear and hope she gets the picture. I'm shooting for her heart, got my finger on the trigger. She can be my broad and I can be hot. All I can do is stay up. Back as kids, we used to kiss when we played truth the day. Now she's more sophisticated, highly educated, not at all overrated. I think I need a prayer to get in a book, and it looks rather dry. I guess a twinkle in her eye is just a twinkle in her eye. Although she's crazy stepping, I try and stop the stride, cause I won't have no more of this passive vibe. Time for me to voice my opinion, can't be pretending she didn't have me. Sprung like a chicken, chasing my tail like a doggy. She was kind of like a star, thinking I was like a fan. Damn, she looked good. Downside, she had a man. He was a Rudy, too. A Nick and Poop. She told me soon your little birdie's gonna father the coop. She was a flake like corn, and I was born not to understand. But let the past, I proved to be a better man. I wish I wasn't such a wimp Cause then I would let you know that I love you So when I your man then I would be true The only lying I would do is in the bed with you Then I turned to Cinder the one who loves you dearly Cause he has loved me tender But the letter came back three days later We turned to Cinder Welcome back, y'all. This is your girl Tiffany Denny with the Tiffany Denny Show. We are we have been here since seven talking to the DJs, talking about the DJs, because today and this month is National DJ Appreciation Month, and they are my favorite people in the world. So thank you again for DJ Gravity and DJ. Diablo for coming to the show and talking to me today. Y'all know I'm bad with names, child, but I'm going to work it out. I remember faces. No, I don't. Let me quit lying. <laughs> I need to work that out. Um, but before I go, did y'all hear about this story in Maine with the Reed Agency who posted the racist sign? 
So it's in a city called, I don't know, Millinucket, Millitucket, one of them cities that just already sound racist from the second that you hear about it. But it's in Maine, and they're actually in conjunction with Progressive Insurance, and Progressive has stayed suspiciously silent through this. But it's Reed Agency in Maine, and they actually posted a sign on June 20th where they shut down for Juneteenth since Juneteenth is a federal holiday now. And I know, I know it irritates some people, but it is what it is. If I have to celebrate the 4th of July when millions of people who look like me were enslaved, then we can be okay with Juneteenth, which came 100 years later. But I digress. But either way, the sign pretty much reads that they're upset or it gives the impression that they're upset. It says... We are closed today for Juneteenth, so black people enjoy your fried chicken and collard greens. Racist or nah? So my thing is, is that for a country that loves to believe that racism is gone and that racism has ended, some I guess, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people feel like racism ended when Dr. King died. But then we keep seeing these same instances. And I guarantee you when this company comes out with a statement, what the first thing they're going to say is we're not by any means racist because that's usually what racists say when they do racist things. You know, like when Kramer came out with his whole moment where he dropped the N-bomb 47 times in like five minutes, the first thing he said is I'm not racist. And Jerry Seinfeld backed him and said he's the most least racist person I know. But then why is that even in your vocabulary if you're not racist? So we really need to get to this because it's 2022, y'all. The 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment passed in in 1964, 65, and I believe 66. If not, then y'all can go ahead and hit me up, Denny the Godmother on Instagram or Snapchat to check me, and I will definitely clarify myself. Don't say racism is over. It's obviously recycling to another generation and that's a problem y'all we really really got to talk about how the fact that racism just keeps going from generation to generation i don't know if y'all saw it but there was also that little girl the eight-year-old girl who went to the community board meeting and talked about how much black lives matter hurt her and impacted her education at eight years old racism is taught you were not born with it it is learned bottom line And most of the time, and if not all the time, racism is taught by people who do not have black friends and don't have black people around them. You know, I work in a place where I am the only black person. So even being at the Juneteenth Festival was amazing because I felt like I got to be around people who related to me. But just remember that there are a lot of people here who promote unity, but there are a lot of people here who just don't understand. So it's not dead, y'all, but... It will be dead soon. At least that's my prayer. That's my heart. But it sucks that it keeps going from generation to generation. So I am going to get out of here soon. But there are some things I do want to talk to you guys about. I do want to recap that we do have Beats, Eats, and Sneaks that will be going on Sunday. This Sunday, June 29th from 2 to 6 at Kuwati. It is downtown on Tejon if you're in Colorado Springs. We're talking fashion. We're talking fun. We're talking food. We're talking music. Shout out to DJ Craftmatic. Shout out to Cliff Cage. Shout out to Kay Chiba. And shout out to uh, Parker at the Good Life Podcast, who will be giving out, well, not giving out, who will be raffling Kendrick Lamar tickets for his show in August. 
let me repeat myself. Beats, Eats, and Sneaks this Sunday, they will be raffling off Kendrick Lamar tickets for $10 per ticket. And trust me when I say it costs a lot more than $10 to see Kendrick Lamar these days, especially since that new album dropped. Also, y'all hit me up and let me know what y'all think about the album. I think it was amazing, but I'm also kind of biased to Kendrick Lamar. And on top of that, who else do we got? We got Drake's album, and then we got Beyonce's new single. And I'm kind of salty, and this is another Baltimore girl thing, because this house music is becoming a thing now. And house music has been a thing. And if you grew up in, like, Philly or Jersey or Be More, then you understand that we have a whole club section just for us. Like, if you look up Baltimore club music, it's a whole genre. So... I appreciate club music. I guess everything has to recycle itself, but it does give 1993. It gives Crystal Waters. It gives Robin S. It gives, um, who am I thinking of? Um, the Finally Girl, CeCe Peniston. There we go, y'all. So I love that house music is coming around. I've always been a house music girl. I love, love, love house music, and I love club music. But I will say, if you love the Beyonce single but hate the Drake album, that's, I don't know. I get it. I get it. Because Beyonce, she's a female R&B singer. She's evolved. She showed us different types of things. Like, even when I go back to listen to the Savage remix, I'm like, Beyonce did hip-hop. She did R&B. And she did even a little bit of opera. So that's just her lane. So it's kind of weird when Drake does it. But I don't know. And then why do y'all love or hate the Drake album? Like, people genuinely love or hate the new Drake album. It's not an in-between. So, what's up? Like, let me know if you love the album and why you love the album. I'm hearing, you know, people love the album. It's just you don't love it if you're not, like, of world culture. But then I'm hearing people who are of world culture just being like, no, it's just trash. And then you got to remember that Drake is just a hated artist. People don't like Drake like that. And we can get into that another time in another place. So as I close up the show today, I want to remind y'all, as I've been saying all show, by the next time I see y'all, these primary elections in Colorado will have already passed. June 29th is your election day or 28th. I'm sorry. Either way, your election day is coming up this week coming. You need to know who you need to vote for by doing your research. I can't tell you who to vote for because our thought processes do not align. So please do your research on your candidates and vote for the person who aligns with you. Do not vote for the popular person. Do not vote for the person who has the most signs in marketing. Do not vote for the person that you think you should vote for. Do your own research and vote for the person that you think is best for the position to help the community go in the direction that you think it should go. This weekend, we will be airing the live shows that I had, I got to, or the live interviews that I got to do during Juneteenth Festival. I got to interview so many people. So y'all need to make sure that y'all tune into Family Flavor Slide to see what's going on. I got to interview so many of these candidates. Like I said, I got to interview and talk to Tony Exum Sr., Miss Regina English. I got to talk to Misha Smith. I got to talk to Mr. Clark um, in the Fountain District. So there are people out here who want to make a change. There are people out here who are genuinely out here trying to talk to their community to keep things together. Know who you're voting for and know who is amongst you. 
It's important. And I can't emphasize this enough. And I know I've been emphasizing it, but it's because I can't emphasize this enough. And if you're under, you know, that voting, that, that age where you feel like voting is important, trust me when I say voting is important from the second you turn 18. It is important from the second you turn 18. So I need y'all to get out here and vote. Also, I need y'all to remember that we have slip in and slide in that's going on with the family flavor slide. I'm going to be there. You have all the other people who are working for this station that's going to be there. It's going to be an event, y'all. Y'all need to get there. It's going to be at the Wildflower Park. Wildfly. I don't know why I'm struggling with this word. I've been struggling with this word all show. Wildflower. So I have to just say it slow. That's how it's going to work. The Wildflower Park. And you know it's in Colorado Springs because that's the home, baby. And it's going to be on Sunday, July 17th from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. We're talking games, y'all. We are talking food. And I love food. We're talking about bouncy houses. And we having a backpack benefit. So please get out there, y'all, because we are out here. It is important that we get to know each other in this community. This community is huge. Scratch that. This city is huge. This community is small. Our community is small if you are of the culture. So we family. It's just that simple. We family. And some people going to be your aunties. Some people going to be your uncles. Some people going to be your cousins. Some people going to be them cousins you don't talk to. But the, but the family events and, you know, just like any other family. Some, not, you don't mess with all your family members. But we family. So make sure y'all come out to slip in and slide in. We also have the Queen Show. She is a fashion designer that is coming up in Colorado Springs. I got to meet with her this weekend in Juneteenth. She let me wear some of her clothing. Shout out to Queen. She had them shorts. Girl, I love them shorts. She had me going on. And I will be posting now on my page as well. Denny the Godmother. It's going to be on Snapchat or IG. So shout out to the Queen Show. She has her show on Fridays from 5 to seven so y'all gotta tune into baby girl show when i say baby girl has a creative mind she has a creative mind and then on top of that i love people who love color and she loves color and on top of that her clothes are made for us curvier girls and i'm i'm a little curvy like so it helps when people make clothes that are made for you know non-cosmopolitan type women non-bbl women even though like Never mind. <laughs> so we have that going on. And then, again, we want to shout out the DJs who made my show today. And they have their show, The Fucking Dope Show. It's going to be every Wednesday before my show from 5 to 7. And they mix live. They make songs live. They are a show to check out. You got two DJs. It's National DJ Month in June. So the least y'all can do next week is tune into their show during National DJ Month and get some real flavor. It's some real just nostalgia. And it just makes you feel good. That's why I love the DJs. So we want to make sure we do that. And then just a quick shout-out and a final shout-out to the Juneteenth Festival one more time because it was such a big thing for the community of Colorado Springs. So I just want to give a final shout-out to the Juneteenth Festival. Shout-out to everybody who made it to the festival. And shout-out to everybody who was involved in the festival. Shout-out to One Body because One Body is out here doing a lot of things silently and not silently for the community. Shout-out to uh, Dee and Jennifer Smith and Jamon and or Jermon G, I'm sorry, and shout out to DJ Craftmatic and everybody else that I'm forgetting to mention at this moment, at this time, but I promise y'all, I saw what everybody was doing, and I can't wait for y'all to see the live feeds of Juneteenth if you weren't there, but you should have been there because it was a vibe. <laughs> 
But either way, I am about to get up out here, y'all. I don't have a whole bunch more to say. I just need y'all to see me at Beats, Eats, and Sneaks on Sunday at Kawadi Ante Home. And other than that, I will see y'all next Wednesday from 7 to 9. And we will continue this DJ theme. And then we will keep it going. Who knows what we'll be talking about next week. It'll be a whole lot. So slip in and slide in July 17th. And then we also have a whole bunch of other events that you need to keep posted for. And you know your girl Tiffany is going to keep you posted what's going on in Colorado and Colorado Springs, baby. So just keep it here because I'm going to let you know what's going on around here. Either way, thank you for tuning in. This is Tiffany Denny. You can reach me on the Tiffany Denny uh, Instagram or Snapchat or Family Flavors, which is also on social media. So please make sure you mention fam- or you see Family Flavors a slide. And it also keeps you going with what we have going on in the community as well. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you guys next Wednesday, 7 to 9 p.m. Who was ready to play?